Hey y'all, welcome to the Memoirs of a Sinner, a personal growth podcast by Her King. All right, y'all. So God um, then woke me up again in the middle of the night, as usual. And uh, okay, so for those of you who um, aren't are new to this podcast, um, I see numbers, and the numbers that I see are attached to scriptures. Um, when I start seeing a number repetitively. I start asking God, you know, hey, you know, guide my steps, show me your ways. What are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to guide me to, you know, what are you trying to show me, etc. So I kept, I've been seeing 222 um, a lot, license plates and the time and, you know, different things, the bill, whatever. And so my, my bad, I'm a crybaby. <laughs> I just got to cry because I was just thinking about, you know, just everything you've been doing in my life. But anyways, so he woke me up and told me to go to Genesis 2.22, right? Genesis 2.22 says, then the Lord God made the rib he had taken from the man into a woman and brought her to the man. I had, you know, growing up. Christian and being raised Christian, I, you know, will always just, you know, I never, I just would always in my head imagine Eve laying next to Adam or something and God was creating her next to him and he woke Adam up like, here you go, you know, here she go. But now reading that God brought her to the man, he created her and equipped her and developed her somewhere else. So she was, she was separate. She was in a separate place. She was in a different place with God alone before she got brought to the man. Hold it. (laughs) And that's, that's, that is my, I read the HCSB version, but King James say the same thing. King James say brought to the man, right? Cause I was talking to my grandma about it. Like, oh no, he was brought, she was brought to him. So then God told me, run on over to Genesis 24. I'm like, bet. So um, Genesis 24 is when Abraham is trying to get a wife for his son, Isaac. Abraham is dying and he, um, Isaac is about to inherit everything that God had blessed Abraham with. Um, Isaac was the chosen child. Um, and so he had an anointing on his life. And so Abraham sent his servant to go and find a wife for his son. And so the servant, you know, said a prayer. He went to this well. He went and met, sat at a well, and he said, you know, may the woman who um, gives me water to drink and feed, uh, I'm sorry, not feed, the woman who gives me water to drink and gives water to, like, my camels or something, it was some animal, don't quote me, Um, but it's Genesis 24, 12 through 33. So the woman who gives me water and uh, uh, that gives water to also um, my camels, whatever animals, whatever animal, yeah, my camels, 
may she be the one that God uh, wants as a wife for Isaac. So there's a woman that comes to the well. Uh, her name is Rebecca. She is coming to get water. Um, and she ends up, you know, she's serving. So she, the man said, hey, you know, can I have a drink of water? So she gives him water to drink. And she, she immediately was just like, well, let me get water for your camels as well automatically being of service so a woman coming to the well um not thinking anything of the experience but just being of service already right and the servant had in his prayer well before he before he even left to go look for the woman he told abraham like you know I'm just going to go get somebody like what? She has to be able to come with me. And so Abraham is like, you know, um, you know, find the woman who was willing to um, follow you back to, you know, my to our land, to the promised land. And um, so the woman had to also be willing. She had to be willing to serve nobody. She didn't know what she was about to get. She didn't know she was about to. Um, be picked to marry somebody who was anointed, who was rich, who had all of this stuff, but she was naturally at service, um, naturally kind and patient, and she was at the well, right? So she was coming to serve and, um, or whatever. So then God took me to, um, you know, just, I can't remember what scripture, it's in Genesis as well, but just the, knowing the story of Jacob and uh, Rebecca. No, I'm sorry. Jacob and, is that Rachel? These two R names is throwing me off. The um, Rachel's and Rebecca's. Hold on, y'all. I'm trying to make sure I, I get my I's dotted and my T's crossed, okay? Okay, so her name was Rachel. Jacob and Rachel. Jacob, um, who now had an anointing. Um, he had been giving, um, his father's birthright. He had been given a birthright. So now he was anointed and, uh, he was at a well where he met Rachel and Rachel was being of service too. She was going to go get water. So I'm like, you know, there's so much, God, what are you trying to tell me with this one, all of these men, had an anointed on their life, anointing on their life. They knew who they were. They knew their purpose, right? Isaac, Jacob, and Adam all knew who they were, and they had already been in God's presence. They had already been anointed. Like, they were God's, they were chosen by God, right? These women, um, we're going, Eve was somewhere separate. She had to be brought to Adam, um, Rebecca was at the wells, you know, being of service before she was brought to Isaac. Rachel was at the well, you know, getting water. And so then God took me to the story of John 4, 25, no, John 4, 5 through 26, the story about the woman at the well, right? And so in the story um, with the woman at the well, um, God was telling her that, you know, pretty much you've been trying to fill a void um, with all these, you know, different men, but I can give you living water. And so, you know, if you, if her being in God's presence 
and, you know, sitting with God and getting living water, she was now fulfilled. She was already whole, but she was, she went to the well to get that, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, um, yeah, like, so just thinking, well, I was like, you know, God, okay, you know, all of these women at the well, you know, getting water, uh, what are you trying to show me? And God was trying to show me um, about living water. So not only did these men have anointings and they were called, but these women were going to the well to get living water. You know, they, they had all been in God's presence as well. You know, they had all, they had a purpose as well. They were, you know, even if the Samaritan woman had um, tried to fill void, she still was a woman who was willing to serve because she was going, to, you know, back and forth to the well to get water. She knew naturally that her job was to serve. Um, although her relationships weren't working out, something was happening where she had to go from one man to the other. Um, she didn't, she had to get still enough to know who she was first before she could be, you know, brought to and be in intimacy with, you know, the man, somebody who would genuinely love her and care for her. Right. Boom. So then God showed me, uh, Mark 14, three through nine. And it's when um, this woman, uh, Mary, comes and she takes this expensive oil and she pours it onto Jesus. Now, we know Jesus is God. He is the Messiah. He's already chosen. Right. But she comes and she pours this expensive oil on him and she begins to wash his feet with her hair. Now, um, in John 4. They're talking about how she was um, anointing God before his, anointing Jesus before his burial. Right now, if Jesus is the Messiah and he's God, he's already anointing anointed. But this woman came and gave him a double anointing like she she blessed him. She she came and offered a whole another level of covering. Right. So. A woman who has been in God's presence will come to this man or come, come to, come to a man who has been chosen by God and can offer a, a, another level of covering, which is when I go back to Genesis 2, 22, um, God said he made a helper, I mean, Genesis 2, God made a helper for Adam. So she comes, even though, you know, they, Adam and Eve kind of dropped the ball. The significance is her purpose and her intention was to come and be a helper and be of service and offer another level of covering. Just like Rebecca, just like Rachel, they were all going, they were all coming to be helpers um, after already knowing who they were. And being in God's presence. Now, when you lose, when you lose, uh, what's my word? <sighs> like track of or, or mindfulness of who you are. That's when you get deterred and, you know, somebody come and convince you that um, whatever God told you no to is something you should try. You know, Eve eating the fruit from the uh, tree. 
because she's, you know, she started guessing what God had already told her. No, like stay focused and stay in God's presence. And you ain't got to be worried about the temptation of the foolishness. Like God said that, uh, you know, temptation will come, but I'm giving you, I'm like, there, there's a way of escape every time. Um, I'm, I offer you a way of escape to prevent that. So men or no women, make sure, you know, you talk to God and confirm before. This is what, okay, so God was telling me this stuff for me, and he's been telling me, because I'm like, well, why, you know, you talking to me about my stuff, or what's going on with me, or what you want me to know, why do you have me sharing it? And he's just like, well, you're not the only one who goes through uh, these things or will encounter certain things, so I need you to share it, so once you gain the knowledge, you can share it. Um, So, yeah, so knowing that... (sighs) Before you go and trying to mate with somebody or connect or build with somebody, do they have an anointing? Did God choose? Have they been in God's presence? One, to have an anointing on their life to be called for something where you would be coming in to help at that, like help push him uh, in that area. Um, they, like David and Bathsheba, it was so important who the woman was that he had married because when it came down to him about to pop off or doing something he wasn't supposed to do, she came like, no, nah, like, what? You a king. You know, uh, you know, she came to keep him from doing her guidance, offer him a whole nother level of a covering where not only you know that when somebody has been in God's presence, you know, you can love and trust their opinion when they are telling you this is not a good idea or, you know, maybe not etc. Talk to your partner about those things. And so, um, you know, he knew he can trust her when she telling him, nah, 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 you know, this ain't a good idea. You need to, you need to, you don't need to be out here showing off or whatever. And it calmed, you know, the, the king in him stood up and the lion that's roaring, you know, calmed down a little bit. Like, you know what? You're right, babe. You know, let me chill. But it's important for also the woman to be in God's presence. Like who is she? She has to first know who she is with, you know, in the kingdom, be anointed, know, you know, knowing who she is and being called for something, knowing that she's going to be of service, etc., and being able to offer wisdom. Right? So yeah, I just had to share that. Hopefully I got it out the right way. Um, because I was just sitting here like, oh, this is good. <laughs> But yeah, I hope you all have have an amazing rest of your day and I love you all in real life. If you'd like to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at the Insta about her, T-H-E-I-N-S-T-A-A-B-O-U-T-H-E-R and make sure you subscribe and leave a review.